Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So last week I did a check-in with you guys to see how your 2019 was going. Since that episode I really hope you've taken the time to wrap, to reflect, assess, and plan the next six months of this year. Now I'm sure some of you went head first into this process. But I also wonder if there was an inkling of something in the back of your mind that caused you to tap the brakes a little bit on your plans. Was there a thought that caused you to second guess your dreams and goals? Maybe there was a feeling that caused you to sit back and wonder if it was even possible. Today, we're going to talk about the thought, the feeling, that thing called fear. Fear has probably stopped more dreams from coming true than anything else, and I don't want that to happen to you. So for this episode, we're going to discuss different ways fear shows up in our lives, how to get past it when it rears its ugly head, and I hope to inspire you to fear not. False evidence appearing real. How many times have you heard that one? That's what I remember being told about fear as a child. Even though we've been told over and over that this emotion of fear isn't a real thing, it sure feels real in the moment. The anxiety that comes over your body, that feels real. The sweating, the shaking, the stomach churning, and the dizziness, they sure do feel real. So how can something that's considered false cause so many real issues? Most of us are afraid of something. Like, you may think you're not, but if you think hard enough, everybody got their something, okay? I remember as a kid watching the movie Chucky when it first came out, and I had to be about five years old or so, and it absolutely terrified me. I was scared of my dolls and to get out of my bed in the middle of the night for months. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Like, what were y'all thinking letting me watch that movie? (laughs) But anyway, that event caused me to develop some thoughts that led to me being afraid. Now, that example seems pretty cut and dry. I watched a scary movie, thus I was scared. But what about that fear you have of presenting at work? Or the fear you have about quitting your job? Or the fear you have of ending that unhealthy friendship or relationship? Or what about the fear of trying something totally new? Where do those fears come from? Well, oftentimes we have no idea until one, we talk to a bomb therapist like me and I help you figure it out. Or two, we take the time to really become aware of our thoughts and find the root cause. Everyone's got their something. Everyone. I know social media will have you thinking that most people are perfect and you're the only one struggling. But trust me, that ain't it. Everyone has their something. And I'm seeing that for a lot of women, especially women who have high goals for themselves, fear is a big issue. The fear of not looking perfect, the fear of making a mistake, 
the fear of not meeting your timeline, the fear of not being married by 30, the fear of not having kids by 35, the fear of being alone, the fear of starting over in a new career, the fear of what will people think about me if they know X, Y, Z. We are living our lives based off of the fear of looking a certain way in other people's eyes. That fear may be what's keeping you from being your best self, from living your best life, achieving your dreams that no one else may even know about. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. You can choose to feel the fear, but do it anyway. That's what I did in September of 2018 when I published my first podcast episode. I was scared out of my mind. I had so many fears that were strengthened by what ifs. And I talk about the power of what if in episode six. So I suggest that you go back and take a listen to that one, okay? But I had so many negative what ifs. And I need to specify that they were negative because what if can be positive if you choose to go that route with it. But with fear running rampant, I had all of these what ifs. What if they hate my content? What if no one listens? What if my voice sounds annoying? What if people leave negative comments? What if no one leaves a comment at all? And on and on and on. As long as I had that thought process, I sat on those episodes for weeks. My dream was sitting and waiting for me. The episodes were ready, but fear had me stuck. It wasn't until I said, what if this works out? What if this blows up in the best way possible? What if people love it? And most of all, I had to ask myself, what if you never do this? How are you going to feel? There's nothing worse than wondering what if about a dream you had because you were too afraid to try it. So I pushed the button and here we are 46 episodes later. Far too often, we let fear win. We let fear lead our actions. We let fear control our emotions. We let fear bully us around. And I don't think many of you even realize that that's what has you stuck. I often say that fear and anxiety are related. If you have anxiety, you nine times out of 10 also have a fear. It's like fear is the parent and anxiety is the child. Fear births anxiety. In therapy, I specialize in anxiety and fear and worry. And oftentimes people come to me because they say they feel anxious about something. And while we do address those anxiety symptoms, I also ensure that we get to the root, which is oftentimes fear. If you don't get to the root, the symptoms will more than likely return. So ask yourself, what are you afraid of? What's stopping you from going all out? What is stopping you from jumping headfirst into your desire? From being who you really want to be? Well, let me tell you a couple of reasons why you may be afraid to chase your dream and share how to push past it, okay? These are my top three fears that I see in a lot of people, okay? Fear number one is the fear of what others will say. This is number one for a reason, y'all. We live in a society where we know so much about each other without really knowing each other. It has made us care about the opinions of people who don't know us and aren't even invested in us. This care turns into comparison. This comparison turns into competition. This competition turns into pressure. The pressure turns into anxiety and the anxiety is rooted in fear. Fear of what? Fear of what other people would think if they hear that you left that Fortune 500 job to follow your passion and become a teacher. 
What will they think if you tell them that you really don't want to go to college? You want to go to cosmetology school to do hair. What will people think if they find out that your marriage isn't working and you want to leave? I'm afraid of what they'll say. So I'm going to stay. What will they say if I tell them I'm starting a business even though I have no business experience? What will they say if I do something that no one else I know has ever done? We are afraid of something we cannot control. No matter what we do, no matter how hard we try, no matter what decisions we make, we cannot control what other people think about us. You can be Mother Teresa and people will still find something negative to say about you. You can do everything that you think people will approve of and people will find a reason not to like you. You can even do what you're doing because of the approval of others and they will change their mind and turn on you. People talked about me when I was making minimum wage working in daycare. And guess what? They still talking about me now that I started my own business. You cannot please people. You can't control people. So don't live for people. You have to give zero cares about what other people will think because no matter what you do, someone will find fault. For Christ's sakes, they found fault in Jesus, y'all. Jesus. So who do you think you are that they won't find fault in you? Live your life and forget what other people think. I'm sure people thought that Steve Jobs was absolutely crazy when he started Apple. I remember people talking mad junk about Oprah when she first launched her own network. Y'all saw what people had to say about Barack Obama when he said he was going to run for president. You have to care less about what other people think and do it anyway. Thank God that Steve Jobs and Oprah and especially Barack Obama didn't let the opinions of other people stop them. When this fear begins to rear its ugly head, remind yourself that your opinion is the only one that matters. Remind yourself that they don't have the insight that you do because they're not supposed to. Remind yourself of who you are. There's no way that the opinions of others should matter more than your own opinion. Don't give people that much power. So I'm telling you now, people will talk, do it anyway. Push through the fear. Now, the second fear that I see in a lot of people is the fear of not being perfect. Y'all, can I be honest? I struggle with this one. I'm low-key, high-key a perfectionist, but I have learned when enough is enough and it's time to just do it. To just put it out there and let things be. And this is another fear that is driven off of the perception of others. The fear of making a mistake. If I mess up, if I'm wrong, if I'm not perfect, what does that mean about me? This fear can affect your confidence. It can have you afraid to try new things, afraid to try something different, afraid to push yourself outside of the box because you may not be perfect outside of that box. The need to be perfect can have you stuck in a place that's easy for you, that's comfortable for you, but that's not fulfilling your purpose. Starting over doesn't look perfect. Trying something new doesn't look perfect. Being different doesn't look perfect. But there is so much beauty in imperfection. I've learned that I've had way more of an impact sharing my imperfections versus trying to be perfect. Being imperfect is freeing. Being different is worth it. And here's the biggest thing for you to remember. The idea of being perfect is a thought trap. It is impossible to be perfect because we are human. We don't have the capacity to be perfect. So if you're requiring yourself 
to be that way, you are setting yourself up for a battle that is fixed against you. The way to overcome those thoughts of I'm not ready yet, it's not perfect yet, it can be better is to just say, I've done my best, now it's time to release it. Have you ever taken a test or had a project due and you sat there and sat there and sat there looking at it over and over and over trying to make sure that it's perfect and you eventually just have to say, I've done my best, it's time to release it, I got to turn it in. Trust yourself that you are good enough, that your work is good enough, that what you produced is great. Perfection is normally a matter of preference anyway. What's perfect to one person may not be perfect to another. So just do your best and release it. Don't sit on it. Don't put it to the side. Don't push it into the back of your mind because you're worried it won't be perfect. Do your best and let it go. Now, the third and final fear that keeps many of us bound is the fear of failure. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard the saying, failure is not an option, I'd be rich, rich. Like, let's be clear. I hate, hate that saying because it's not true. People fail at things all the time. Failure is an option. It can happen. You can lose. It's possible. Let's be clear again, though. Failure is not something to fear. It's not this horrible thing. Now, I understand it does not feel good to fail. No one sets out to fail. But failing isn't this catastrophic thing that we can't bounce back from. When you're dealing with the fear of failure, the fear of making a mistake, the fear of being wrong, here's what you have to ask yourself. What's the worst that can happen? If I try and fail, what's the worst that can happen? If I mess up, what's the worst that can happen? If I'm wrong, what's the worst that can happen? And oftentimes the answer is that your little ego will be bruised. But the truth is, if we fail, the worst that can happen in most cases is that you just start over. You try again. Now, the tough part about this goes back to fear number one. We begin to say to ourselves, what will people say if they know I fail? And I say, so what? Too often we care about the criticism of people who are too afraid to even try and accomplish what you're doing. Failure is sometimes a part of the process. I don't know too many highly successful people who haven't made mistakes or experienced failure along the way. The path to greatness isn't through this summery meadow of flowers and lilies. It's normally full of ups and downs and twists and turns and sometimes failure. Failure is an option. Yes, it may happen. And if it does, it does not mean it's the end of you. I'm sure every basketball player who has made it to the NBA Finals and failed to win didn't let that stop them from trying again. They don't say, oh, well, I failed. That's it. No more basketball for me. I'm done. No, they push even harder because failure can sometimes propel you forward. Before Bill Gates launched Microsoft, he was a Harvard dropout and he co-owned a business called Taft Old Data. Have y'all heard of that? Nope, because it completely failed. <laughs> Despite that failure, we know that Bill Gates is one of the wealthiest people in the world. Thomas Edison, who we are thankful for when we flipped that light switch, failed a thousand times to invent the light bulb. And of course, people called him crazy and stupid, but thank God he wasn't afraid to keep going because if he was, we would still be sitting in the dark right now. Michael Jordan is quoted as saying, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. 
I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Those are wise words from the GOAT himself. Steven Spielberg was rejected from the University of Southern California not once, not twice, but three times due to his poor grades. Eventually, they awarded him an honorary degree in 1994, and he later became a trustee of the university. Oh, and he's worth about $3 billion. Oprah was fired from her daily news show for being too emotional, and we all know how that ended for her. (laughs) Walt Disney was fired from his newspaper for not being creative enough. If you've ever been to Disney World, Disneyland, watch the Disney Channel, Disney Junior, you know that that failure was not able to stop him. And let me get personal. I failed classes that I've studied my butt off very hard for in undergrad and made me wonder if I was even smart enough. I've been rejected from programs that I've applied to, but just like all of these other amazing people in history, still I rise. Don't be afraid of failure. If you fail, just keep in mind that you are a part of an elite club with some extremely amazingly successful people who have failed too, but they kept going. So I hope that you feel inspired not to care about what others think about you when you're striving for greatness. To drop the need to be perfect and release your work into the world already. And to not be afraid to fail. Dust yourself off and try again. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that it encourages you to keep going to push past that fear. You can do this. We got this, y'all. For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. Hop into iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Have a great week, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.